Hi everyone, happy Wednesday. This is Intuitively Integrative and I'm your host, Olivia. I am so happy you're here. I am in such a good mood. The weather is turning around, it's finally warmer, the sun doesn't set until 7.15, the air just smells like fresh cut grass, and I just feel the energy of spring coming and I'm just so excited. I love spring. I love the season of Easter. I love that everyone's coming out of their winter hibernation. And I just love how we're all ready to blossom and to flourish and to be outside and just become a better version of ourselves. So this week I began my nutrition schooling at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And let me just tell you, I am absolutely in love with it already. I am just so grateful that I found a place that will educate me on what I'm passionate about and really just allow me to dive deeper into concepts that are so fascinating to me. I'm ready to embark on this journey and really help others and help myself. And as I mentioned before, I really want to use this podcast as a platform to educate you. And I know that having a nutritionist or a health coach or a registered dietitian can be really difficult and it's not accessible to everyone. And so as I become more credible and educated, I just want to give my insight on ways to encourage and support you because I think that although it may not be accessible, it can be easy to have someone that you can just talk to and listen to and I really hope that I can maybe be that um, and then support you along your own journey. So after all that being said, I want to get into today's topic and today's topic is you are what you eat. Now, when I say that, I don't mean if you just ate a hamburger, you are a hamburger. But what I mean is how you nourish yourself on and off the plate is who you essentially are. This week, the first lesson I learned was the concept of primary and secondary food. So I want to give total credit to my schooling because they they said it all. But The Institute of Integrative Nutrition begins their program with these concepts in order to educate their students on the backbone of nutrition and how to nourish yourself. So Joshua Rosenthal, who's the founder of IIN, defines this concept of primary food as the food that nourishes you off the plate. So wellness goes so much further than the food we actually eat. And it emphasizes that we really are multidimensional beings that creates this idea of the circle of life and the full picture of health. So with primary food, IIN creates this circle of life, as I mentioned. And there's 12 areas on this circle. And these 12 areas goes as joy, spirituality, creativity, finances, career, education, health, physical activity, home cooking, home environment, our relationships, and our social life. So all of these concepts go into what makes us who we are and how we react to all of these areas that make up the full picture of what health looks like to us. After explaining primary food, they go into what secondary food is. 
And this is the nourishment that actually comes from the plate, the food we actually put into our mouth. Now, there are many factors that also go into this and what leads us into choosing certain foods and what we like to consume and how we consume it. And those are what our health is and how we live our lifestyle and where environment we are in and the physiological as well as the psychological influences. And finally, what culture we come from and the society in which we live and our economic differences. And we also feed ourselves on the food with our plate by our personal beliefs and our relationship with food and the knowledge that we have of food. So this idea of diet is only a piece of the puzzle and nourishment doesn't always mean nutrition or nutritional value. I hate the word diet. Diet means you're following a certain diet that allows certain things and restricts others and you can put one thing in your mouth but the other things off limits it means you're being so healthy and clean that if you mess up the whole world ends up blowing up now that may be dramatic but i only say from experience that that is really how i felt and sometimes still continue to feel and i understand that there are certain people that have to follow a certain diet in the real form of the term, a way of eating to protect and take care of a person so that they can be the best version of themselves and feel their best. I follow a, so to say, diet of not eating dairy because dairy doesn't make me feel good and not eating gluten because I have an intolerance to it. But the word diet of oh, I need to go on a diet and I have to do this and this and I can't have that, but I can have this. And I mean, I don't want to shame you for that because trust me, I have used the word diet plenty of times in my life and all for the wrong reasons. And sometimes I still do. But half the time, we don't even know what we're doing. We just want a quick fix or a jolt of throwing us back into that disciplined mindset that we crave. But what if I said this to you? Why don't you just follow not the diet, but the thought process of being intuitive and trusting what your body needs? Let me tell you something. Do you realize that your body has no idea what a calendar is? It has no idea when a Monday is or when the weekend's coming. It has no idea that you have to wait five more days to have a cheat meal. It really simply could care less. So why do we wait until Monday or the weekend to either start fresh and new or wait until Saturday and Sunday to indulge? If you know the answer, please let me know because I cannot figure it out. (laughs) We set this timeline for ourselves in order to get back on track or The diet starts Monday. There are books called these names because some person made this idea up that Monday was the only day you could start a health journey and the beginning of the year was the best time to revamp your lifestyle. But not simply waking up on a Wednesday and feeling motivated was good enough in order to generate what nourished you in the best possible way. My friend, let me tell you something. The time is now. 
You never know how long you have or when your life could change. So stop waiting until Monday to nourish your body on and off the plate. Your body knows exactly what it needs and when it needs it. True wellness comes from more than the food that we put into our mouth. Now, of course, there are certain foods that have more benefits than others, but what works for you doesn't always work for other people. So when we see a new diet or a diet change that's going to make you look great or the next best thing, we think, oh, well that works for them, so it's going to work for me. I have a rough truth to tell you that it really does not work like that, and it never will. It's just a whole lot of marketing and psychological influences, and you know what? They truly did their job well because you noticed it and you want to try it. So, good marketing on their behalf. But there's no such thing as a perfect diet or the perfect healthy lifestyle because one, there's no such thing as perfect, and two, there are different seasons of life that require all different forms of nourishment. There is so much more to your health than your diet. If you're focusing on your career or your education or both of them at the same time, the food you eat may bring you up or it may bring you down to aid you in that success. I learned this idea that our body is a biocomputer. It knows your algorithm and your body knows just the right algorithm for you. Not someone else, not your best friend, no one, just you. Your body is more brilliant than any other technology out there. Any diet app, any workout, any calorie counter, it's smarter than any of that. Our body knows how to work and therefore we should trust it to work. Your body knows how to make your heart beat and how to breathe. It knows how to fight an infection. It knows how to heal a cut. It knows how to grow hair. It knows how to move and run and do amazing things. It knows when it's cold. It knows when it's hot. It knows when it needs to go to the bathroom. We trust it to do all of these things for us. We trust it to literally stay alive. You rely on your body to wake up every single day. But for some reason, we can trust all of those other things, but many of us can't even trust that it knows when it's hungry or when it's full because we jeopardize this feeling and we kind of take it into our own control thinking we know how to make the decision. But if you can trust your heart to be, why can't we trust our bodies knowing when to eat what to eat, when to be full, when to stop, what to nourish us. I ask these questions because many of us, not all of us, but I would say a large majority of us manipulate our bodies into becoming just this machine that won't work because we don't allow it to work in the way it's supposed to. We turn our bodies into making it not trust us when it comes to these things. I'm a perfect example of this, and although I look back on my life and I see where I essentially kinda majorly screwed up, my body saved me and it stood up for me by working extra hard to make my heart beat and to allow my lungs to fill up with oxygen. 
our bodies are so cool and we often demand way too much from them and they slowly become broken. However, instead of just dealing with the one thing that's wrong or not working or maybe not being as effective as it possibly could, we need to fix the lifestyle, holistically improve and become intuitive with what is going on in our biocomputer. We have to allow the algorithm to work and to figure itself out by giving it what it needs, proper nourishment on and off the plate. Our needs shift over time and we need to create awareness and protection for our mind, body, and soul. We need to find what fulfills us on and off the plate so we can nourish ourselves on a deeper level. One that knows how to find balance and listening to what feels good in your body. We all know that if we ate junk, we'd probably feel like junk. But that doesn't mean we are junk. We need to give each other grace and ourselves grace. Your body knows what to do with what you give it. It may feel a certain way that maybe not is too great. And therefore, listen to that message, listen to that signal, and learn from it. If your body doesn't feel good eating a certain thing and you don't listen to it, your body's going to tell you and keep on telling you until you take care of it. Food is not just about the food that you eat. So eat to make you feel good. Eat to make you grow and flourish. Eat to make your soul stronger and your body mighty. Nourish your body off the plate positively, so when it comes time for the food on your plate, you don't even need to think twice about what it is. One of my favorite quotes is from a woman named Evelyn Tribble. Now, I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce your name, but besides the point, she's a brilliant woman, and she wrote a book called A Revolutionary Program That Works. The quote says, accept your genetic blueprint. Just as a person with a shoe size of eight would not expect realistically to squeeze into a size six, it is equally futile and uncomfortable to have a similar expectation about your body size. Respect your body so you can feel better about who you are. It's hard to reject the diet mentality if you are unrealistic and overly critical of your body shape. If you trust your body to wake up, to breathe, to get you to and from work, to run five miles, trust your body when it comes to when you're hungry, when you're full, when you're tired, when something just doesn't make you feel good. Your body is never going to lie to you, and truthfully, it can only protect you. It is your only home. Live in it, take care of it, clean it, nourish it, so you can nourish others consistently over time. You're not going to suddenly lose weight or gain weight if you do something once, or eat one meal, or one day of not-so-great eating. Your body has no idea what day it is. So, instead of waiting until Monday or waiting until Friday to give it your favorite sweet treat, 
Just encourage your body and support it every single chance that you get. Having a healthy relationship with your primary food and your secondary food means that you know how to listen and show empathy and compassion to your body. Listen to your signals internally and externally and recognize how that fulfills you or depletes you. I'm going to end on this, and it's one of my favorite verses, and it's Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 26. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? You are so strong, you are so loved, and you are made just the way you're supposed to be. I challenge you to lift yourself up and nourish yourself with what brings you success and fulfillment. Then feed yourself with what makes you feel good and what allows you to go into the world and be the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. I am so grateful for you and I can't wait to dive deeper into more topics such as these. So live intuitively and may your week be blessed. Love, Olivia.